Let's see what happens. <laughs> it's another edition of the Three Point Play Podcast. Boys, how we doing? Beautiful. What's up? It is our favorite episode. We it's been a few weeks for us, um, but always had to uh, had to get one in for the Super Bowl special. Could get a little frisky. You never know where the 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 uh, the night may turn on us on this conversation. Uh, but boys, how we feeling? Super Bowl Niners Chiefs. How we feel? It's no more football right ahead of us. It is going to be a dark. It's going to be a dark couple of months. You know, and then we, you know, right around the corner, we got Hope Springs Eternal with baseball season with uh, with our everyone's favorite team, the White Sox, just going to win 60 games this year. It's going to yes. be really, really going to be a fast, a fast year, that's for sure, because no one gives a flying fuck. <laughs> and with that, um, let's go right into it, Hart. Do you, who do you, who are you riding here? Is it? Have we? I know we haven't really had. We didn't have an episode every week for the for the playoffs, but I feel like I've myself and you guys can all speak your piece here. Every week, I'm like, okay, I, I don't really give the Dolphins really much of a chance because they were candy ass, and it was like zero degrees in Kansas City that that day. I'm like, all right, the Bills, the Bills are riding high. The Bills are going to take care of this. Didn't happen. Ravens at home never hosted a uh, AFC Championship game before. Lamar's the MVP. Okay, it's gonna take, gonna take care of itself. The Chiefs are the Chiefs, as they like to say. I I can't, in my rightful mind, bet against them again. Is there was it still one and a half? I know it's going to be changing constantly over the next couple of days as we record on a Thursday night. Is it a point and a half, or is it a point, or is it a pick them now? Where are we at, Hart? I still see it as two, but I would two? imagine I would imagine they'll get a lot of bets. I, I can't imagine that Kansas City keeps getting two points. That feels dude wild, but that's what I'm saying. Like, but then there's a part of me. I mean, on the opposite end of the of the token, it's just like the Niners. I feel like have been pretty clearly, obviously, the best team in football for most of the season, outside of like the three weeks they lost three in a row, a row or whatever, and. You know, they also haven't looked that great in the playoffs. You know, if they put up another stinker for a whole half, I don't think Pat Mahomes is going to let the Niners come back from whatever, 14, 21 points or whatever they've been down over since the, you know, against the Lions and the Packers in both their games. So, uh, I, so I guess that's I, – I just talked myself into the Chiefs again. So, I don't even know yeah. what I'm saying. Uh, so my, my pick is, I guess, since, you know, leading off the show, instead of make, making everyone wait for it at the end of the, uh, of the episode, I'm going to, I'm going chiefs plus the two, I'll take the two part. Yeah. I mean, I, as much as I hate to say it, it just feels like, like they haven't looked that impressive in any of the games they've played. It just feels like they do what they need to. They take care of the ball. Like their defense is stingy as hell Mm -hmm. like i don't know what happens to teams when they play the chiefs because like the ravens are like forget who they are yeah like you run the ball up their ass every game and then you get to the championship game and you don't run the ball like i just don't understand like i don't know it just felt so off but i mean i think that's kind of what they do to teams a little bit and maybe there is something to it and it's not just a magical thing that happens every week but it just feels like 
as soon as the playoffs hit, like we kick ourselves in the ass every year for not picking them to make a run because they just all they're just there. I don't know. So yeah, I mean, I I hate to do it, but yeah, it just feels like the story and everything else that's going with the Chiefs winning. So because you know, for those listening at home, and I just moved my my camera. Sorry. Um, the Chiefs, the postulate for the the OG listeners, the Chiefs postulate was we could never bet the Chiefs when they're major favorites, right, Luke? I mean, they're like we're talking minus six to minus whatever fourteen they got up to be over the course of the last couple of years when we, you know, we trialed and tribulations of of this postulate that we formulated. This doesn't apply to this scenario, right, Luke? Correct. Are you asking me? I yes. was asking you. Yeah. I mean, I, and then I was going to try and segue you into you telling me what you think. Well, you guys have teed this up for me because you've had your tinfoil hats on this whole playoff run, right? Yeah. Always. Never take it off. Because this is the the Chiefs are exactly the NFL wanted in the Super Bowl the whole time, right? Okay. So you're and they wanted script. as many Chiefs, they wanted as many Chiefs games as they could possibly air. Okay. I like it. On Keep Peacock. Going. On Peacock, wild card game, make everyone pay for it. Mm-hmm. Then huge matchup with the Bills. That was the best matchup of the playoffs. Wide right. Yep, of course. And then the Ravens shit the bed for reasons unexplained. Oh. I mean, I I mean, <laughs> go on. I hate to I hate to say it, but I mean this uh, this whole this just smells fishy. The whole Doesn't thing just it? feels scripted. Oh my God! Here he goes. All right, so you're you're one of them. So what's the script? Are we going double overtime? That's what everyone's saying now, Luke. Are we going to go double overtime or what is it? It's hard to say now because I mean they don't care whether they win the Super Bowl or not. They're here, yeah, and they're going to get the eyeballs regardless. Um, that said. The Niners can be run on. I mean, the 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 Lions ran it right up their ass. I think yep. Pacheco's going to have a, a huge game. That was going to be one, then, of my, one of my uh, sneaky MVP favorites, of which I can't get an up-to-date MVP odds right now, but I was going to get to there after, I, after we got your pick. But, yeah, keep going. And conference championship against the tortured Lions notwithstanding – the Niners haven't been able to play from behind all season. They're not geared to do that. I mean, we'll see what, you know, if, if Purdy can pull anything out of his ass in the Super Bowl. But Purdy against Mahomes, if it's a close game, I mean, that's a pretty easy decision. Oh, so you're a Purdy hater now, too. So they're not only Luke's feeding into the storylines here. We got Luke saying that it's scripted. Chiefs were going to make it regardless. And... Purdy's mediocre if he's good at all. We're not sure he's good. Is that what we're saying? Come on, Do you Skip. disagree? Give me something, you, Skip. You wanted some takes. Like, I mean, you got he's, him. He's feeding into the takes for sure. Okay, so so I don't know if you made your pick, though, did you? Did you say Niners? No, I'll take the Chiefs. Okay. So we as a pod – you know, that, not saying that the Arb Master himself may not be joining us here in a, a few minutes. We don't know. He's, he might be puckered beyond belief. Um, and booted. And completely booted, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're going to clean sweep the Chiefs right now. Plus two, is that what we're going to say? 
Well, if Scott hears this and has any sense at all, he should take out a second mortgage on his house and bet it on the Niners. And then he should take a little bit less of a mortgage and take right. the Chiefs if we're really going to be true to our <laughs> right, 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 right. Try to try to middle that sucker. Middle it. You got to middle it. You got. You have to. You don't think you. You don't know, Luke. You don't know yet. You'll learn. <laughs> we're just wetting the beak, you and I. We've always just been wetting the beak. Always just testing the waters on what's going on here. And we don't unit shame either. So whatever you want to do there, James, that makes you feel good and not puckered. You know, feel be true to yourself. So. So yeah, I guess you're right. If he if he's feeling anything at all, he would bet the mortgage on the Niners, and then you can maybe you know bet bet your occupation, bet your teaching salary on uh, on the on the Chiefs, you know, and just kind of meet in the middle and see what happens. Nothing drastic at all. Maybe bet some gym space on the weekends. Okay, yeah, I mean we could do that too. Run out some uh, some gym gym time, gym allotment. I like it. Hart, do you have any props that you have tickled your fancy? Do you have do you get into that game at all? I know we usually do it one on the on the strictly side of things. We don't need to get too uh you know exotic over here on ourselves, but do you have any, you know, MVP odds up or what do you who do you think or maybe yeah. some overs on the uh passing yards? What are we thinking here? I got MVP odds up. So <clears throat> right now it's Mahomes obviously the favorite plus one twenty five, Purdy at plus two thirty five, McCaffrey plus four fifty, and then Kelsey's plus twelve hundred. Does Gee. that not like going off Luke's <laughs> conspiracy? Now that I don't have to be the sole owner of the, which just wait till I get you on the birds aren't real one. You're gonna dive right in. <laughs> All right, uh, all right, Boston Connor. But but uh, no like. I was really surprised by that because like Kelsey's like everybody's sweetheart right now. Like yeah. if he has a two touchdown game, like is it out of the question that that automatically goes to Mahomes? I don't think so because I think he's he's every time they've won, hasn't he won it? I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could see the you know kind of voter fatigue of be like you know Kelsey making the game, you know the storylines behind the scenes. What I don't even we didn't even talk about that whole scenario, Luke. I know you love the storylines, but I don't know if we want to go down that road so much but if he has two touchdowns and a game like he did against the ravens where he yeah like, like his old his old self i think that's not outside of the realm it, it feels like it's not going to be a quarterback like it feels like it is going to be like because i think like luke said like san francisco gives up a lot of run yards like rush yards i could see pacheco like going off and potentially was, yeah i was gonna say what are what are his odds like 2000 or something then yeah plus 2500 jeez I don't know. That's, feels that would like, be my guess, just the way that the Lions were able to run the ball on them, and it looked like that was like they were a, a sieve almost because Montgomery and Gibbs just yeah. had anything they wanted. And, I mean, the game went how it went, obviously, but the whole – for the first half, obviously, when the Lions were taking it to them, it was the run game. Just, doing it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's what it feels like to me too. Plus, like, you have the Super Bowl pucker where, like, if something's working, I think they're going to be less inclined to like, well, let's air it out now and see what we can get cooking. Like, I feel like yeah. they're going to stick with what's working. I don't know. Well, and to that same point, you know, if it does go start to go in the Niners' favor, and there's a twenty-eight to three scenario, Shanahan not wanting to get the same burn again, is probably going to run the ball, the shit out of the ball in the second half. McCaffrey, you know, people already think Purdy stinks. 
i.e. one of our panelists, um, I think the the McCaffrey odds are pretty tasty to me as well. You said plus 475. I mean, it's not great, but it's better than a quarterback. Yeah, if like again, it feels like if either team's gonna win, like one of those players is gonna be why. You know what I mean? Like it feels like either McCaffrey's gonna have a huge game and that's how they win it, or I don't know. What are the uh what are the Debo and the, the Kittle odds? For MVP? Yeah. So with Debo, it's plus two thousand. He's actually better odds than Pacheco, and then uh Kittle is at plus six thousand. Luke, what do you think of those situations? Who's who's striking your fancy right over there, outside of the obvious? I mean, I think I like your Pacheco uh, take there. Um, that that'd probably be who I would maybe sprinkle a little bit on. Okay. All right. Anything else exotically uh, catch your guys' eye? You guys a big. I heard Usher's got some, you know, new music. He's got a song called "Yeah" that's not been played in a couple of years that I, he might be debuting. I'll see if I can get odds on first song of halftime Ooh. show. I mean, that's got to be that's the banger of choice, right? I mean, yeah, to be honest be. with ourselves, that's that's the one you got to lead off with. It gets the people going, if you would. Luke, what do you think, Usher? Confessions. I was always more of a confessions Ooh. guy. Ooh. We're getting deeper. You think okay. I go straight into the, uh, you know, I didn't mean to have a baby with this with uh, with this woman song to open up the Super Bowl? I mean, it plays. I mean, it does play. Maybe Burn, you know, Burn, if we're going to go from the same album. I wouldn't think he'd go with a slow song to start out and try and get the people out of their chairs. But, you know, he could. Usher's been known to throw curveballs. Okay. Anything else stick out to you guys for the big game? I guess we we don't want to get sued, you know, for saying the the, the wrong terminology over here. Hart, what else sticks out to you? Um, I was trying to look up Purdy's uh, rush yards. Oh yeah, Is that twelve and a half. That feels half like yards. Yeah, feels very doable. I would say so. He's a good scrambler. Uh, he had a good a lot of couple of scrambles in the. Uh, Lions game that kept him in it. I feel like that he could just rattle a 20 yarder off easily. That's why I looked at that because I was like, I figured <laughs> after that it would be bumped up a little bit because it's kind of like, I don't know. But um, <clears throat> as far as Kelsey's receiving yards are at 70 and a half. So I feel like yeah. if you got a, if you got a thought that he's going to win the MVP or make a run at it, that would be a potential little sprinkle there right but now Hart, i guess if you were a betting man which i know you are would you try and get these bets in early or would you try and wait and try and shop them around you know towards the sunday morning sunday afternoon type of situation or are we just thinking the people are just going to be you know i'm gonna i know what i know and i'm gonna go with what i want to do it doesn't matter when i do it What's so i would I would say like a lot of the a lot of the money early will be on like over props. So I, I can't imagine that that'll go up a lot on a lot of those. Okay. Um same with MVP. Like I don't think that, that that's moved a lot yet. Um 
as far as like, I don't think it's going to get better than it is right now. I think some of the big names will probably drive a lot of money on them. Um, especially like Kelsey, obviously being the main one, I feel like, but, um, yeah. And as far as the spread too, I mean, like if you're thinking, if you're going to go Niners then I would definitely hold off because I think that there's going to be a lot of money coming in on the chiefs. How do we feel about a Rasheed Rice, maybe a defender like a Chris Jones or a Fred Warner MVP, you know, really getting exotic with it? I mean, I'm looking at Fred Warner 14,000. Is that right? Yeah. Mm. And you got Karloftis at plus 10,000. Like, he was a game wrecker the last game. Yeah. Chris Jones at plus 14,000. I mean, those are the two best defenders on each team. They just have like a game of their life. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Luke, you doing some heavy research over there? What do you think? I can't even find the fucking MVP. <laughs> that's a, <laughs> that's, what that's how that's how degenerate of a gambler I am here. It's fucking app. That's why we love you, Luke. But uh, I am curious. Are you guys taking over or under on the 22-and-a-half first jersey number to score? Ooh, that's tasty. I mean, 22-and-a-half, obviously, because McCaffrey's 23. McCaffrey, yeah. You got him there at least. But you get Ayuk, Debo, Pacheco. Yeah. I mean, that's all you'd really get there, right? Because everybody else is – I mean, you got Kelsey, Kittle – what number is Rice? Four? Or ten? Four. No, ten is ten is Pacheco. So yeah, I mean that's that's a spicy one. I mean, you got probably about half and half on terms of uh the playmakers that score TDs for each team. So I don't know. He couldn't find the Super Bowl MVP, but he found some action on the jersey number to score. <laughs> yeah, you know, you really like, love where else points. would you try to go for a sports pod like you're in the right place <laughs> you, you know what you're looking for we don't want that simpleton mvp bullshit that's just yeah. a waste of our time let's see what number the guy's gonna wear i like it that's good um if we if anyone got, got anything else in the super bowl we can keep going but otherwise i wanted to take advantage of some pacer correspondent time if, if we could be so bold I told you to come so loaded. We dedicated we dedicated ten minutes to the Super Bowl and then half hour to <laughs> Pacers trade deadline. Well, what do you think? What do you think the people are tuning in for, Luke? You think they're really going to give a shit about what our our Fair point. Super Bowl takes are? They want to hear I mean, what the Pacers are going to do. Everyone's talking about the Super Bowl, right? This is a this is a niche pod. We got to pivot. We got to pivot. while everyone we got to zig while everyone zags. That's right. So, trade deadline. You know everyone that got traded. Hart and I do not. You got to drop, drop us some knowledge. <clears throat> uh, Buddy Heald's gone. Yep. They weren't going to sign a heartbreaker. They weren't going to sign Sounds like play, it. Right? Sounds like it. <clears throat> they brought back two former players. They know the system. There's Corey two. Joseph. They know the program. Corey Joseph from the Warriors. 
Doug McDermott, or as we call him, Dougie McSuckets. There it is. From Love it. San Antonio. And then they got Forkov Korkmov from, or whatever his name is, from the Sixers. And like 50 second round picks. Say that one more time for me. What's that? The guy that got from the Sixers. Uh, hold on. It's almost like our old favorite segment of name the Pacers head coach from three years ago. You remember that segment? That was one of my favorites. Old nasty Nate. Yeah. This is Fork, Furcon, Forkon Korkmaz. There we go. Is he getting some high quality minutes? I think he's like a he's like a dead eye three point specialist. Is he better or worse than Jacoby Brissett? Let me just ask. Oh, that. way worse. Well, then what are we doing here? I mean, I mean, Jacoby Brissett's nickname is Baby Baby Braun, so that's what I've always called him. Yeah. So, do you think this elevates them into the four seed, or what do we think? We're just churning. No, I don't think so. Treading water over here. What are we doing? Yeah, I don't think any of those guys really moves the needle much. That's what that's what I love. All, all, <laughs> all this bullshit for nothing. But the thing is, they said they were gonna they traded uh, Buddy away in part because they wanted to develop, you know, Matherin a little bit more, Benedict Cumberpatch. That's right, Cameron's favorite. And um, the other rookie they drafted this year, Ben Shepard, because he also plays the two. And he then they, they got, pick, though, was it? wasn't their first round pick some guy who's like, doesn't play like a big guy. Yeah. Walker yeah. out of Houston. Uh, yeah. He was like a later first round pick that they acquired via trade. Okay. But then they've just brought back another shooting guard plus Austin Crozier. McDermott. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, I guess, I guess that's a good comp. He's, he's not as big, not as big or, uh, you know, no. quite as imposing on the wing. But McBuckets wishes he was Austin Crozier. He's a oh, absolutely. Let's get it right. Homeless yeah, man's Austin Crozier. What'd you say? Homeless man's Austin Crozier. There we go. Even even more so. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Well, so you're excited. I can tell about the trades. Really I got. I got to tell you. I watched the fourth quarter tonight, and it just looked like a team that was completely deflated. I think Halliburton had like five points because he and Buddy were like best friends. So they ruined. The so I think we're I think we're rocking the boat a little bit here. You remember the infamous Evan Turner trade? Oh yeah. I kind of kind of getting the same vibes here. That they kind of ruined a good thing. They thought they were trying to inject some life, and they actually fucked him. Yep. So we'll see. Got to watch the chemistry here over the next couple of weeks. Okay. I would like a good report back if you could, maybe in the next couple of weeks, to see if your if your theory holds true. Maybe I'm on it. Tin, maybe put a tinfoil hat on while you watch and see what really comes happening. <laughs> you know? I never watch without it. Okay. So in reality, though, what do you think is this is the ceiling for this team? Well, uh, with Embiid going out. Um, the East the is a little bit more open. The Bucks, the Bucks, of, you know? yeah, the Bucks are still kind of finding their way. They're 
awful defensively. Um, and the Not Pacers love, love playing the Bucks. Yeah, Mavs the Bucks now. So you know, think about that. Turn them right around. Man, that guy gets passed around like Go ahead. none other. Oh, nice. Yeah, oh. I like that. So you didn't you didn't answer my question. Are they a four seed or not? Uh I think that's best case scenario. Okay. And the Bulls are obviously a, a five seed shortly, you know, right up the barking up their tree. Why are you setting your sights so low? Oh, yeah, you're right. The same team that's been sitting in the ninth seed their whole season is uh is all of a sudden gonna put it together. So you're right. I should be more optimistic. I mean, they kept the team together, right? So, got to keep that solid core that's produced and won so much together. Uh, you got you can't blow it up because your player that you gave a max contract to is out for the year. Might as well just keep the band together and see what the fuck you can get out of it. That doesn't sound like a Jerry team at all, does it? Their heart. They're probably going to build a new stadium, just like they're going to build a new ball field. I was I was going to get there. I was going to get there. That <laughs> motherfucker. I tell you what, I'm ready for him to go. And and you know exactly what I mean by when I say that. I've said it a couple times already. He's he's done his time. And that's all. They're gonna they're trying. I'm not gonna get caught up. I'm not a sheep. They're not gonna pull these renderings out of their ass and make it seem like, oh God, I can't wait for this stadium to be built in 2047. Jerry's not going to be – if we could only be so lucky if Jerry doesn't make it to even, like, groundbreaking of this stadium, if we are if we can cross our fingers. If the stadium even happens, they'll be – they'll break this – they'll break, break ground in fucking Nashville. I mean, let's just be honest with ourselves. Do it. I'm honest. Just move, move the damn team. Move the team, build this brand-new fancy fucking rendered stadium, and put him in Nashville. And then Jerry can die, and he can just give us all our – you know, lives back. Hart, what else do you have to say? Um, I'm feeling that way about the blues as well. Oh, uh, the fired blues. our fired the only fucking coach like to come in and win the goddamn Stanley Cup halfway, like probably about a month ago, to go from being a fucking irrelevant team to being an irrelevant team now without a fucking. Stanley Cup head coach uh, leading it uh, made a lot of impressive moves. They aren't going to do shit. They're going to at least be like mid tier, like irrelevant as opposed to the worst you could be. Exactly. They're going to every year they'll, they'll be like right there. They'll squeak in. They'll win the first two fucking games of the playoff series that they're not supposed to. And they're going to get all excited. And then it's going to go to shit and it's going to be the same thing next season. And round and round we go. And then they can't – how does the draft work? Because the White Sox fucked themselves so badly that because they're in the high market team, even though they don't spend a fucking lick like it, this bullshit new agreement that Rob Manfred, who's the worst, you know, commissioner in sports, has in place is that even if you're the worst team, you have a – if you have a – what is it? Six through ten, which – or five through ten, you can't get a top ten pick again next year which the White Sox will be worse this upcoming year than they were last year, and they can't pick higher than 10th. 
So they can't even fucking fail right, which is just chef's kiss. <laughs> Couldn't be more perfect for this abomination of a franchise. Thank you very much, Jerry. Fuck you. Luke, you want to go scorched earth on anybody? We're doing a 10 to show. You were the most you were the most mild uh, Pacers. I thought you would be a little more fired up on the Pacers correspondent. You got baseball hasn't even fucking started yet. The blues are irrelevant. And <laughs> I are both over here guns blazing. You got anything else? I got I got all my vitriol out with the uh <clears throat> with the scripted NFL playoffs. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, I got nothing left in the tank. Okay. You know what? Hey, I appreciate you unloaded on us though. And Hart, you got anything else you want to unload on the blues and the uh the shittiness of the franchise? No, I've already wasted too many words over them. Not worth it. I say that every every time we fire up a pod, I'm like, I'm not going to bring up that fucking bullshit franchise. <laughs> I don't know why it holds anything over my head or my thoughts or my or my words. But I just feel like I would be remiss if I don't just be like, fuck you, Jerry. One last time, and that's going to be the end of the pod. Happy Super Bowl, boys. Good luck, and we'll talk to you next time. See ya. See ya. See ya.